just to launch this conversation. This is our playground. They have spontaneous conversations. They don't plan this. I mean, there's actually something sort of spiritual about that. What's he do? He's a human being. <laughs> yeah, I'm a sexist feminist. We should be friends. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen around the world. This is another edition of the Robin Callie Show. Welcome. My name is Callie Alpert. I'm sitting here with my dear friend, soul brother, Robbie Kay. How you doing tonight, Robbie? What's up, Callie Alpert? Hello to the world. We welcome all the listeners listening on every continent. I think we're covering yeah. a lot of the continents tonight. So yeah. thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Yeah. We get Asia a lot just by virtue of the time that we do our show. Yeah. Because they are still awake or just waking up. So they have lost track of the time zones. But we welcome everybody. Yes, welcome to the show. Yeah. So today we're going to, we, we, we try to be um, mindful of the tone of our shows, right? So that we don't just go into our deep serious topics, right. which we tend to be more comfortable right. with. Could you guys lighten it up a little? <laughs> so we try to, you know, we try to keep a balance. And so tonight we were especially um, aware of the desire to do so. And so we're going to be talking about gratitude, which we find to be a nice, positive, light topic. Yay! <laughs> Go gratitude! Yay, lightness and gratitude. Um, so... As we were deciding that we were going to cover this topic tonight, I was thinking about um, Oprah Winfrey, who, you know, is our, our, our talk show icon, lord, interview princess, queen of all things media and insight and spirituality on certain levels, right? Right. But you're not putting her on a pedestal at <laughs> no, all. No, I'm not. I'm actually, yeah. I actually don't mean to. I try yeah. not to do that with um, anyone, but I, yeah. do, I do appreciate how she uses media for good conscious things. Um, many years ago, when she was in the middle of a, um, her, which I think was probably one of the most formative and challenging chapters of her life, which is when she was taking on the meat community, because I think on her show she had mentioned that she doesn't eat meat, and mm. it became this whole huge hullabaloo. And, mm. um, and I remember her talking about how that was when she was really deep in despair because she felt like she knew what her truth was. And yet the entire world and a lot of very powerful lawyers and other parts of that and the meat, pro-meat community were against her. And so it was a very challenging time for her. And there was one particular night, I believe, where she was really like on her knees crying out of just the pain and despair and challenge of it all. Mm -hmm. And she called her very dear friend, surrogate mother, um, Maya Angelou, who said to her very simply, just say thank you. And this was in the middle of a complete sort of um, just, you know, floodgates of, of sadness and difficulty coming out. And so, you know, she needed to talk and purge and was hoping that her friend would listen to her in, in a certain kind of way. Mm -hmm. And it really threw her for, for a loop. When in the middle of this whole thing, that's what Maya Angelou said to her in all of her infinite, infinite wisdom. And so it was really a lesson that Oprah talked about thereafter that in moments, it's really important to remember what it is we're grateful for. And yeah. that it's especially challenging when we're not feeling it, when we're in a more difficult place. So that always st you know, sticks with me because I just think that that's such a cool um, and important example of how, and, and the, you know, the sort of um, moral to that story was is that it shifted her energy and put things in perspective and helped her to not feel sorry for herself and to not bemoan her current situation and to remember that on the overall scale of things, you know, life was good. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. 
Well, and you said that to me today because, you know, I, I've had a tough week. It's just been very challenging, lots of different things going on. And I was like, I, I don't know, let's talk about this other serious stuff. You know, maybe we shouldn't talk about gratitude. And, and then you were like, no, but that's a great time to talk about gratitude. You know, when things are going tough, that's, like you said, the most important time to focus on what we appreciate and what we're grateful for. And it's really, in my life, one thing I've really learned and, and I think, you know, we all try and practice is really appreciating the little things, being grateful for the little things. Now, you know, being on a radio show like we are right now, that's not a little thing. But every time I come to the studio and I put on the headphones (laughs) and I get in front of the mic, I'm so grateful. You forgot about the part where you look across the room at me. That's right. And I look across the room at one of my best friends and I'm like, yeah. Thanks for including me. There we go. So it's true. And it changes our, our whole mood, our vibe. And, um, what is that thing about law of attraction? We can't attract more of what we want until we're grateful for what we already have. Yeah. Um, and, and to that point, let me just interject and say, um, we'd love to hear from you. If anybody wants to join our conversation, share a story about something you're grateful for, tell us how you're having a problem getting into a place of gratitude. Um, the number is 877-480-4120. We would love to hear from you. Um, there was a, 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 somebody that I met many years ago. Um, <laughs> I'm just I'm like, how many details do I go into about this person? I'm sort of reliving it in my head as I as I start to talk about him. <laughs> um, I was spending a lot of time in the on the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico, and um, one year I met this guy, a Mayan um, kind of surf dude, um, who I did have a little bit of a you know fun sort of. Uh, dalliance with shall we say and he became you know he was a friend as well and you know these are the um, he and his sort of banshee of these wild sort of surf boy Mayan gypsy guys you know they weren't they were coming from a very different place deeply spiritual lived very simple lives didn't have a lot of money would sell their wares and their jewelry on the beach and just get by and live in their little palapas and you know the whole thing mm-hmm. um, I palapas remember him, like a tent or something um, palapas sort of like a wooden um, like a wooden structure like a kind of bamboo or whatever the local actually indigenous okay. trees were and it's sort of like a little open air structure Okay. That you would you know live in that would kind of like a little bit of a shanty structure, um, and I remember once we were talking because at the time I was working um, somewhere some television show or um, or network and you know always kind of wondering what I was going to do and thought that maybe I'd try to create a life where I lived there part time and I was trying to redirect everything and you know um, figure out a way to kind of have a little bit of that um, in my life as well as my New York existence mm-hmm. and I remember him saying to me ever so simply he said you know it's really really essential that you're simply grateful for what you have instead of craving what you don't have yeah and it seems so simple and so trite and obvious but at the time I remember almost being frustrated hearing it because I wasn't getting it yeah now looking back 10 years or whatever it's been it's so essential all we have is what we have Mm-hmm. And to start, you know, striving and craving these things that we don't certainly is a is a fine thing to always have goals and pursue what, what's not in your life that you you know that you want to fill it up with, mm-hmm. but to really continue to look under your nose for all the things that are going right, yeah, as little as they may be, yeah. And there's always something to be grateful about, you there know, is. no it's matter true. what's going on in my life, you know, I could list a hundred things just sitting down and thinking about them, you know, at least 10. (laughs) And, um, do you want to list any? 
Yeah, well, I actually on the way over, I had a story. <laughs> Funny which, thing happened to yeah, me on the way over to the studio. I'll tell you. So I was rushing, which, you know, by the way, everybody, if you're in New York City, you don't have to rush. Sometimes I was, I'm rushing and I was rushing tonight and I was crossing the street and I literally fell right on my face. I, well, I, I fell right on my hands. Thank God I got good reflexes. And um, I had a folder with me, and it spilled on the ground, and I was really embarrassed. <laughs> and I was almost I'm so like, sorry I missed it. I was like, "Did this really just happen?" Yeah, it just happened. And um, you know, I, I, and this is an example about how I focus on gratitude, no matter what's going on. I really try and get back to the positive, change my thinking. And the thing I was grateful about is I didn't really hurt myself. But the other thing is um, that people rushed to me and asked me if I was all right, and. That's just one of the great things that I love about human beings is it doesn't matter if you're a Republican, Democrat, where you're from, what you do for a living. If someone is in danger or is in trouble, usually human beings rush to them and try and offer help. And I always find that so heartening, especially about New York City, where it's usually you know, a bustling place where people like, like me tonight are trying to get to where they're going and, and maybe rushing through life a little bit too much and forgetting about other people and very self-centered and focused on themselves. It's always nice to be reminded that people actually do care. So when I got to the station, I was just so grateful about that, that, um, yeah, people actually just wanted to make sure I was all right as am I my dear because you know me I need somebody to talk to yeah I couldn't do this without I couldn't do this this would be such an interesting gratitude (laughs) show just Callie and Callie so Callie what are you grateful about I don't know I think I'm grateful that you're here oh good well I'm grateful you're here I could run between both microphones just to like switch it up oh I thought you were gonna say you could run between (laughs) multi-personalities there's that yeah there's that that as well wait that would take an hour show not a half an hour show (laughs) all right now you're getting a little too inside for, <laughs> for the rest of Listen, our listeners. I, I join you in that. I got lots of people in me. <laughs> gratitude. So so gratitude, obviously, it's, it's easy to be grateful when things are going well. I think when things are um, in a more challenging place, it might even be more essential because the energy or the vibe or the feeling, whatever word you want to use of gratitude, begets more of it too. And it does expand. Um, and it does help. It's a very, very healing tool, too. You know, um, but I'm even just thinking of me up until, I mean, very recently, I've, actually, things have shifted. But it took me a while. I was going through a little bit of a chapter where I was, I was aware that I wanted to be in a place of gratitude. And I was, frankly, having a hard time getting there. I'm not proud of that. But I was. As much as intellectually I could name so many things that were good and fine in my world, um, I wasn't feeling it. I really had to get into the feeling of it. I know I've talked to a lot of people before that um, say that sometimes it's um, it's easier to get um, to feel grateful when you're witnessing somebody who's experiencing who's going through a tougher time than you. Yeah. Um, if you walk by someone on the street that might be living in a lesser way than you are, at least, you know, to the naked eye, um, somebody whose life is more challenged, yeah. somebody who's going through an illness, you know, we're their frame of reference as well. And I don't know how I feel. And, and me is included. I do that, all, you know, um, often as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel about that? I don't know. You know, are some people believe that certain people are put on the planet to give us a frame of reference to make us feel a little bit better about our own existence well and you know? also maybe we do that for other people like we oh that's fe- true yeah. we could look at me and be yeah. like, poor that poor girl yeah. man do i feel good yeah. about myself it's thank like, you lord oh that guy tripped and he fell on the <laughs> ground oh 
I feel better about myself. I got fired from my job, but at least I didn't fall on my face, you know? At least I didn't fall on the ground. But um, yeah, no, I think we do it for each other. And I think that's one of the great things about Earth is we're not all in a shitty mood at once because then we'd be fucked. Mm -hmm. Like, I always say that. Like, it's good that we balance each other out. And it's like we inspire each other at different times in different ways. And so if you're having a tough day, maybe I'm feeling a little more grateful and I can remind you about gratitude. And and you can be like, I don't want to talk like about gratitude. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I want? I, I don't feel like talking about gratitude. Yeah. And then it's like it just takes a little opening of light into that darkness to mm-hmm. be like, yeah, no, I am really grateful that, you know, I've made it this far in my life. And here's something to help everybody. Little takeaway early in the show. If you're having trouble feeling grateful, just look where you were a year ago. Mm. That's what I try and do. I look back a year, and usually I've evolved in the last year, and I just feel better about myself and my progress when I take a look at it. Yeah, I definitely. And the other thing, here's the other takeaway I was going to, um, I, I didn't want to squander. I wanted to wait till the end. But I do think that it's really helpful even just to um, write down three things a day that you're grateful for, big and small, tiny little things. I'm happy to have food on the on my table. I'm happy mm. for a good night's sleep. I'm glad for the love of my um, pet, whatever it might be, you know, just little things because they really do start to add up and they start kind of um, accumulating in your body. And I really believe that they open up like you know kind of get you to a happier place yeah where more gratitude can come in i really believe that works yeah that attitude of gratitude oh boy we're gonna talk more about it we'll be right back Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Robin Kelly Show. Tonight, we're talking about gratitude. If you want to call in and join the conversation, we also, bienvenidos a Puerto Rico. Si. Uh, the number is 877-480-4120. So tonight, we're talking about gratitude. And Callie and I were talking in the break. I don't, I don't <laughs> think I have anything else to talk about. And Sam, our wonderful engineer and fearless leader at the station, is like, why don't you talk about the challenges, the gratitude of having challenges. Yeah, which is really important. Yeah, and it goes back kind of full circle to what you were talking about with Oprah and Maya Angelou reminding her just to thank the universe for this challenge she was going through. And, you know, sometimes when I've been in a lot of of emotional pain and I feel like, not that I'm doing something wrong, but I don't know what to do with that kind of situation where things aren't going well, sometimes I just thank God for it because there's value in the pain. And, you know, they say no pain, no gain. I say that on the show and, and progress comes through pain. And, um, I was thinking about heartbreak, you know, when people go through heartbreak and they're crying. What's that? It's just, I'll talk to you after the show, but it's this thing (laughs) where like your heart gets broken and you get sad and you cry sometimes and eventually your heart gets stronger and then you go on in your life. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Okay. So, uh, shout out to Kelly C. So what do you call it? So I was thinking about something a friend said to me years ago, which is the universe will keep breaking your heart until it breaks open. And so sometimes when you're going through heartbreak, there's value in that. And so it's actually something to be grateful for because what's happening is your heart is breaking open so you can get out all the sadness that was probably there before that person broke your heart. And then you can heal the heart, be stronger, and maybe attract someone even better. 
Yeah, that's beautifully said. I was going to make a joke and like bow down to you or something, but that really is, it's profound and it really does say a lot and it's important and it applies to relationships. Uh, It also applies to jobs, situations in your life, challenges, um, you know, all kinds of hardships, financial um, strife, you know, all kinds of things like that. I think when you're going through it, obviously it's very hard to feel grateful um, because you have to just let yourself feel all the challenging, you know, difficult, shitty feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps, though, when you've had enough life experience to know in the midst of that that it is a, um, something that ultimately will turn out to be a gift. And I can say, really, with any of my... I don't know, right now, maybe off the top of my head, 96% of my worst challenges in my life, biggest losses, biggest challenges, biggest heartaches, that most of them have turned into some sort of amazing opportunity, learning lesson, gift, because it all just continues to get you where you need to go as you grow as a person. So I guess if you look at those as opportunities and learning lessons or uh, learning tools, learning moments, um, then everything is, uh, is worthy of a thank you. Yeah. You know, it really is. That's yeah. a really, it's a beautiful point. Well, and it's sort of, I guess it's just being kind of a mature adult, which sometimes I pretend to be. <laughs> and it's, it's a thing where life's not always going to be rainbows. You know, it's like, you're not always going to feel great and you're going to go through tough times. And it's about what do you do when you're in that darkness? What kind of person are you? What kind of character do you have? And there have been times in my life where, <clears throat> excuse me, I've, I've gone through really tough times and because I focused on the positive or how can I make use of this somehow, yeah. some way, I think it is, I don't know if it's made me a better person, but it's made me a more colorful, rounded person where I can be like, yeah, I went through a tough time, but I got through it and there was still some value to it that I found even during it. Whereas I guess before I started on a spiritual path or focusing on the fact that I wasn't a victim of the world and I felt like I had really bad luck and bad things just happened to me, it's like now I try and focus on the fact, well, I can change my thinking about this and try and find the positive in the negative. And that means focusing on well, what do I have in my life? You know, what is going well? Who are the people who are there for me? There's always something, somebody, some way to find some positive in life. Always. Always. Yeah, always. And I marvel at the people that when they're going through something challenging or difficult that I would never wish on, you know, my worst enemy, that they can still find light inside of it. That's a really beautiful thing to observe, too. You know, it really is. But I think often, you know, we as humans, when our, um, when our, that our nature is such that when we're the most challenged is when there inevitably is some beauty that comes out of it, even if we're not aware of it, aware of it at the time. And like you said, it's, it really is an opportunity. Everything is an opportunity to learn. Again, this doesn't all happen. And this all sounds very foo foo and Mm -hmm. la 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 in the moment. You just have to sort of feel what you're feeling. But I think if in the back of your mind and in your heart, you can really remember that there is some light, there will be something that comes from it. Even if it takes many years to know why it happened or find an understanding for it. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I think that warrants a sense of, you know, of, um, of gratitude. Well, and it, that's what self-growth is about, right? It's like you're, you you can't grow and learn things unless you go through like some tough stuff, you know, and at the same time, it strengthens that positive gratitude muscle that we have. I also just um, going back to um, a little more of what we talked about uh, in the first half of the show when it comes to um, gratitude and just a 
li- you know, the certain lives that people live and the, the um, guy that I'd mentioned who kind of gave me that, you know, that those pearls of wisdom about just appreciating what you have. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been lucky enough to travel all around the world and I've often prioritized um, developing countries and places that do not have all the sort of shiny, glittery um, benefits and amenities that, you know, are sort of modern westernized society has mm-hmm. um, that are living in really poor, you know, or, ch- or socioeconomically challenged places. Um, and, you know, I mean, people that have, yeah, I, so many stories that I could tell you, but really, really challenged shanty towns and people still living off of, you know, coupons where they get one egg a month and all kinds of things. I'm not exaggerating that I've been, you know, lucky enough to, to witness and, and share these experiences with people. Mm-hmm. And I remember a friend of mine pointed out to me, having traveled to similar places over the years, that often you'll see that these people that live the most simplistic lives are the happiest and have the most sense of joy and light spiritedness of any of um, that you know any you could name just you know uh, generalizing in in our own backyard and to me that really says something it's very powerful when you see a little kid in some developing country entertaining themselves for eight hours a day with just a stick and a rock and then you see kids on the street in new york city throwing tantrums again i'm broadly i'm generalizing because obviously there's lots of different factors in this but if you think about it from a cultural perspective i mean they're really they're, they just they have their faith they have their family they know they have um, food on the table and love and that's and and their health hopefully yeah. and that's it and they are the most joyous grateful appreciative cultures that I've encountered yeah you know so I think it's just an important thing for us to think about sometimes the more we muck up our lives the more crowded we make them with all the things we think we aspire to yeah. that are going to make us feel thankful one day yeah they could be very counterintuitive. Sometimes it's just about really streamlining and simplifying and downsizing just to get to the core of the things that matter. Yeah. Sometimes that makes space for gratitude in a way that clutter does not allow. Yeah, and it goes back to that keeping it simple episode that we did. You know, the more I keep it simple, the happier I am. Yeah. And sometimes it's just me coming home and being like, I have a place to sleep. I have a roof over my head. I have money in the bank. I have food on the table. You know, those basics being met are actually very meaningful. You know, there have been times in my life, you know, where I didn't have that sometimes. And so I'm always grateful for that. The funny thing is I live in a building in New York City and there's lots of people, lots of apartments. And uh, it's a really nice building. I'm grateful to live there. And we have a laundry room in the basement and we have a gym in the basement. And I'm always grateful that I can do my laundry anytime I want in the basement. It's five minutes away in the elevator. You know, I live in a building with an elevator, which I, you know, in Brooklyn, I didn't have that. And it's like, I have a laundry room there. Whereas in Brooklyn, there were times in the winter where I'd have to go outside in the snow, (laughs) bring in my laundry to a laundromat. And it's like, I don't have to do that anymore. And then I get a gym right in my building. It's like five minutes away. So sometimes in the building, some of the you know the people in the building and neighbors I have we joke around about how some people are so negative about the building it's like how can you be negative about this <laughs> it's, it's like living laundry. in a country club <laughs> I mean the only thing we're missing is an outdoor pool or we'd be set you know and it's like I'm just so grateful for the little things about living in the building but again I think it's that we have a choice to focus on what we're grateful for instead of maybe complaining about the things that we don't it's always it always makes me feel better to appreciate the little things yeah and again I can't 
can't stress this enough, and I have to remind myself of this too, gratitude begets more reasons to be grateful. Yes. It really, really does. It creates a space. It's almost like a snowball that starts rolling and accumulating. Yeah. One little, so if you're, if you're in a place where it's, where things are going well for you, I think it's really important to me, uh, to take the time to stop and to just say, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I think if you're in a challenged place where gratitude is not the, you know, the first go-to um, emotion that you're feeling, that it's important to equal to take the time and try to find the things around you, be them big or small that are going well. Yeah. Just to give you, you know, because it, again, it's, it's healing. It's important. And I think it's also just, um, it can, it can really shift your energy and, and shift your circumstances ultimately. Yeah. And I like your idea about just three things, you know, three things a day, try and focus on three things that you're grateful for. With that, this is the end of another episode of The Robin Callie Show. We really appreciate everybody around the world on all the continents listening. It's really great. If you want to find out more about me, you can go to robk.com. That's K-Y-E.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter. We're all over the place. The Robin Callie Show. And if you'd like to learn more about me, you can please, uh, check me out at callialpert.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Take care, y'all.